Live from the J.C. Newman Cigar Studio in Boston, Massachusetts, welcome to the <coughs> Smokin' Tobacco Show with your hosts, Matt Tobacco and Smokin' Nicole. And ladies and gentlemen, good evening and welcome to another episode of the Smokin' Tobacco Show. My name is Matt Tobacco from SmokinTobacco.com. I'm joined with my lovely wife, Smokin' Nicole, as well as my best friend, Mr. Jonathan M. Carney of La Flor Dominicana. And tonight, we want to welcome on our guest. It was... Uh, as you probably saw from our promo, it was supposed to be Ben from Luxury Scar Club. But the boys at Luxury Scar Club decided to shake it up a little bit. And now Chris Doyle will join us instead. Chris, welcome to the show. What's going on, guys? Thanks for having me. Absolutely. This actually kind of worked out because Ben's already been on the show. So, I mean, to have – and he was on not too long ago. So, to already have him on uh, again, like, we love Ben. But this actually worked out because now we get to see – the other part of we like some fresh meat. Yeah, we went. Well, that, that's one way to put it. Whoa, yeah. Whoa, Whoa. 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 No, so I'm just excited. Just, no, I'm just saying, like a new face. I don't know. I get excited when we get someone new. And of course, Daddy is here. John Carney is always here. He's he's sporting his Ferrari sunglasses. Just for those of you who, who probably wouldn't know that, he made a big deal when we first connected. That oh my God, check out! I'm wearing Ferrari sunglasses. But you know, as Chris and I uh, wanted to point out. Um, he doesn't actually own a Ferrari, so I mean that's just kind of, you know. <clears throat> and I'd love to hear thoughts Ferrari, from people. Well, I have a Ferrari Matchbox car. I mean, I guess it's that's a Ferrari close Enzo. Yeah, and it's in that a counts? storage unit. Uh, yeah, it's in a storage unit here in Orlando, which has been in storage for twelve years. From the moment I got hired by LFD, I lived in Orlando and then moved away. Um, so I have, I do have a Ferrari, but I'm, the reason I'm saying is I'm going to get that. I'm taking that storage unit next uh, on Sunday. I'm going in the storage unit for the first time in 12 years because I built a shed in my backyard, and we're going to slowly sell things out of it and move things to the shed. So the Ferrari sunglasses will be very appropriate when I get my Matchbox Enzo Ferrari. Um, okay. we have, um, sorry, we have we have some new toys to play with here tonight. I'm just I'm running a little bit behind today. It's been a long day. It's been a busy day. Um, so I'm just trying to get it's myself humid. Up. It's very humid. Yes. Yeah, it's very Florida humid here. Yesterday was really nice. It was warm, but it wasn't too humid. I actually sat outside on the front step. It was really nice. I enjoyed a great cigar. Um, I talked to Carney on the phone as uh, we frequently we do. We, we have a, a nightcap together over the phone. Um, and, you know, just talked about all the things that two grown men would talk about. Um, but I won't share that here because that's private. That stays between me and John. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't that serious. It wasn't that serious or that risky or anything. Chris is like, I'm uncomfortable, Ben. We're going to need you back on this show. I'm, I'm quite comfortable, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, you, it's what grown men talk about together. You know, you know, the boys at Luxury Cigar Club have to deal with um, – with Boofy a lot, so I, I'm pretty sure that that this is as mild as it probably gets for them. So I'm I'm sure that you'll, you'll be okay. Um, <laughs> so anyway, um, Chris, since you're our guest, what are you smoking tonight? I'm smoking actually something that has a cool story. I'm technically not allowed to smoke it, but it is a pre-release Johnny Tobacconot that AJ Fernandez rolled in the incorrect size uh ben and i were in wow. nicaragua and matt was called us while we were there he's like hey can you go by aj and pick up the johnny tobacco sample?"s and we're like absolutely 
And uh, I had really bad food poisoning. So I was stuck in the hotel room and, and Ben brings back all these cigars. And I'm like, what the hell is this? And he's like, that's Johnny Tobacco. And I'm like, this is the wrong size, man. This is not the right size. Um, so I, we have some squirreled away and I looked at it and I'm like, I'm going to smoke that. And it's, it's delicious. It's just never going to see the light of day. Well, that's what we like to call it a tease here. That's or William Cooper would say no teasers, please. Um, you know, cause he doesn't like teasers. But that's okay. Uh, I enjoy hey, a you good guys teaser. Invited, you guys invited me. I, I know. It's a, I, no, I enjoy teasers. I, I, I'm all for I it. I, I think that's great. Yeah, um, it's not going to get any better when you get to my screen. <laughs> oh, of, of course. Of course. Uh, how could we forget? We're a bunch of jerks today, Chris. Yeah. Uh, I know. So, John, why don't you grace us with what you're smoking on the show? So, I'm, I'm smoking the Andalusian Bull uh, NFT. Oh, of course. Another tease. Be, being vice president <laughs> yeah. of sales has yeah. its perks, doesn't it? <laughs> well, I was just thinking about that. I was thinking about it. I was like, so on August 11th, this is going to get super rare because of the the people that, that get the first NFT. From that point forward, we must really protect this brand. But then I was thinking about it, and I was like, wait a minute. I was like, I might be able to smoke these things somewhat regularly because i'm an officer of the company and it's like representing and helping build the excitement behind it and the lore behind it that it's you know something exclusive so i don't know where it's going to fall uh but until the 11th uh, i'm going to enjoy some a little bit and this is the packaging that that it's going to come in uh the the monthly cigars that's a beautiful box looks really nice shiny mm. uh, so i'm gonna smoke one now and but i am going to set one one or two aside for myself, just in case. Just okay, you'll case. be able to buy them never from, from like the club, hopefully. Hey, I hope so, dude. I'm hoping. I'm hoping that retailers see the. There's only seven of these things for the whole world. I'm hoping that retailers have seen the benefit of it, and I won't get too into it, just in case there's a bunch of retailers here and you don't want to compete against them in bidding, Chris. Yeah, don't tell but any. Actually, I, stop I, telling people about it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to light this cigar up. I'm going to put it aside and we won't speak about it again. Well, well I, I smoked, I smoked that cigar uh, when I was in the DR last year. It's delicious. Yeah. It's, it's a really, I like the Andalusian bull blend personally as a cigar smoker. This, this is, like I really like Corojo. Yeah. And I like medium bodied. And one thing I like about medium-bodied blends, if I smoke them in a larger size, is the medium-bodied blend in a smaller size, because um, it's just—it's not aggressive. It's got—it's all the flavors that I like. It's—it's a really—it's a great size. It's a great size. I enjoy it myself as well. It's like I always liked like the 25th anniversary was a blend that was similar uh, to the Andalusian Bowl as well, and it was just a more <coughs> standard size, 54 ring gauge. I, I personally preferred that one myself uh, over the Andalusian Bowl. So Nicole, do you want to? Uh... No. No. Oh, you want me <laughs> you to do can, it? Yeah. Okay. So anyway, so our cigars tonight are brought to you by our friends at TwoGuysCigars.com. I am smoking the Padron, nineteen twenty twenty six Maduro number thirty five, which you can find at TwoGuysCigars.com 
for the wonderful price of $13.60. And Nicole is smoking the Diamond Crown Maximus, number five. And that cigar can be found also at the number two cigar, number two guyscigars.com for $12.99. Uh, both fantastic cigars. But our cutting and lighting tonight is a little bit different. We have some new toys to play with. Our cutting and lighting is brought to you by Cigar Blondie Accessories. Uh, this wonderful set um, has a cutter and a lighter. I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna. I'm gonna unbox this right on the show. So everything's still in the plastic. These are brand new. We just got them in. Uh, the packaging, first of all, is smart packaging from Humidif Group. So when you, if you have a smartphone with the um, the near field communication technology, you put it near the box. It'll automatically bring up a link that'll bring you to the Cigar Blondie website. To show you all the information where you can buy them. Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry. That snuck up on me. Um, I apologize. Uh, I just got caught in the rant there. Um, the uh, But it'll bring you right to the website. You can find them. You can buy them. You can get all the information you need. Uh, really cool stuff. This is some of the new technology you might have already seen. Um, I think Placencia has implemented this on some of the bands. I know. I Did Herclots start using this on the boxes? <laughs> I, I think I think so, right? Didn't he yeah. say he was doing that? Yeah. Yeah. So this is a technology that we're, we've we've slowly started to see, kind of start to begin to roll out within the industry in the last year, year and a half. Uh, so this is another product that has come out with that that smart packaging technology that you'll see more of as time goes and on. And these were just um, debuted at PCA this year. They were. So they are brand new to the market. This is the cutter. This is like the uh, the chrome set. It comes in multiple variations. I'm not sure how many. I know that there's like a chrome, there's a white, there's a black, there's a gray. No, it's just the three right now, but I'm sure th there will be more in the future. Yeah, absolutely. So. Um, so this is the cutter right here. I have to say, nice cutter. Very heavy duty. You know, when you have these guillotine cutters, sometimes, you know, when you have them open, the blades can be kind of like floppy. Very rigid. <coughs> very heavy duty. Very nice. Doesn't feel cheap. Doesn't feel like one of those giveaway cutters. Uh, we'll see how it cuts in a moment. Yep. But I got the lighter here. Real sleek, real so thin. It's Cigar Blondie. B-L-O-N-D-I-E dot com. I'm on the website right now. It looks awesome. This is the cutter right here. This is, again, this is the chrome one, so it's a little um, reflective. And Ben chimed in. You can find them on LuxuryCigarClub.com. Yes, you can. <laughs> you can find them at Luxury Cigar. I'm going to fill this up. So these are brand new. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fill this up for the first time. Now, the lighter, um, real slick, real slim, uh, very reminiscent of some of the stuff we've seen from, like, ST DuPont, Ellie Blue, some very high-end um, accessories manufacturers that, you know, most people probably recognize or know from the industry. Uh, this has a, a blade flame. Similar to like the Slim 7 or some of the lighters from Prometheus. So just crack that open like that. So it's just a flat flame. It's a jet flame, but it's a flat flame in case you've never seen that before. Bring that a little closer. Which is really cool. Um, I think it's definitely cranked up right now because it's brand new. So let me just turn that down a little bit. And then we're going to cut and light our cigars with this. Boom. Boom. Look at that. But I feel like we should get into Chris. We should. I'm sorry. We just there was a lot. There was a lot. There was a lot to there was a lot to unpack on this show tonight. I believe me. It's it's been it's been one of those weeks. Um. So Chris, like I said, Ben's been on the show before. And didn't Ben have that beautiful display of whiskey behind him too? I don't think he had that didn't one, but he, he also well, he had similar, one of his own. Um, yeah. Yeah. The one of his own. It seems to be a theme with the guys from Luxury Cigar Club. They always show up with some good whiskey. 
which is nice. That's at his house, though. I'm at the office. He's got like a personal stash at home. That's does he share the personal stash with you though, or is of it course. like okay? That's good. That's good. Um, so Chris, tell us a little bit about uh, what you guys have going on. I know that uh, Ben wanted to talk about some new projects. I know you have your your community cigar project that you guys are doing that you're kind of working with the public on. Uh, why don't we start with that? Tell us a little bit about that and tell us uh, kind of where that idea came from. I mean, so like from the beginning, since the inception of Luxury Cigar Club community has been a really big piece of what we try to to incorporate into the brand, into the products and into the, the atmosphere. And it's because cigars are community driven things, right? Like, you know, you don't go to the lounge usually and sit all by yourself. You call your buddies or text your buddies and and you meet there and you're like, oh, let's have a cigar or you make friends there. Right. It's all about it's all about community. And so. We've seen a lot of cigars come out, especially in the past couple of years with the cigar boom that's been happening. Master blenders, new blenders, all kinds of stuff. And, and we wanted to release a project that was community driven in, in, in more than a way of like, hey, let's, uh, you know, smoke this cigar together. But the, so so the project's called Create. Um, we're not very creative people over here so we just called the project create that's fair and it's a community it's a community blend project right and uh, the way it works is if you sign up for the project it's 117 dollars in the u.s and what that gets you is a spot in the blending process um so once we're done taking signups we'll have five samples that are already done at the factory um shipped to you and we will smoke through them together along with the factory owner and we'll take survey feedback and start blending off of one of those base blends just like any brand that would try to create a project that a factory would do and this this entry fee covers all of that it covers all the shipping all the all the reblends everything that comes back and forth and the goal is at the end of it to have the community a decide what the cigar should taste like what the cigar should look like and then b you know decide i mean everything about it really so so at the end we'll have a cigar that is blended by all the people that sign up to this you know the only place we're going to use a master blender is is to make sure that combustion works right so we're not gonna say hey what tobacco do you want to use but we're going to go after flavors so you want it to be sweet you want it to be spicy and we're going to take the majority feedback and create a cigar out of it and everyone that helped um, blend the cigar, their name will go on the boxes of the cigars, you know? So it's something that if you're part of it, you can kind of say like, hey, I helped blend this cigar. And it's uh, it's exciting and it's super affordable also. I, you know, I think it ends up being like $6 a cigar. Wow. Um, you know, to, to blend your own, to help, will help blend your own, I should say. You know, we see a lot of new things come out on the market. We see a lot of companies try to do new things. Uh, especially the manufacturers like themselves, you know, retailers and some of the guys like you try to do something different, try to, which is always nice. I mean, it, people get sick of the same old shit, right? So it's always nice to try to find some kind of innovation. Um, this is really cool. I really like this. And it really, to me, it's nice because, you know, like you guys obviously have your, your monthly membership, your subscription, they get the cigars in the mail and a lot of people do that kind of service, right? But you guys have kind of taken it 
to another level where it's like, okay, so now you actually have the opportunity to be like really more involved with something that we're going to make available. And, uh, and, and for some people, you know, they're really into that. They really enjoy that. They, they want to learn more. They see it as an opportunity, not just to be involved, but to learn something, uh, to be engaged in, in a, in something like that. And, and to, you know, just be more involved with the industry. I mean, there's a lot of consumers out there that don't get to do or see a lot of the stuff that, you know, we get to see, or you get to see, or even, you know, John gets to be around, you know, the Gomez family all the time. I mean, um, th those are things that are, that are cool. And, and it's, and it's awesome. And a lot of consumers don't get that opportunity. So, uh, to, even just to have something like this, I, I think is really cool for the, uh, for the public to, to be able to experience. A lot of a lot of brands blend their cigars this way, right? Like, you know, for every brand that goes to the factory, whether they own a factory like LFD does or they use someone else's factory, um, like you know, Room One Hundred One or or Warped, Kyle Gellis or Stolen Throne. There's a lot of boutique brands that you know they use someone else's factory. Um, this is this is how they do it. They might visit the factory once or twice, but a lot of brands blend just like this, right? They say, hey, we want this. The factory gets to work, sends out samples and sends it back. And we're working with Tabacalera La Isla in the Dominican Republic, um, an amazing, amazing newer factory um, doing some cutting edge things there with the way that they track their tobacco and how it's rolled and and where it comes from and things like that. And, uh, you know, he's 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 doing cigars for Matilde. He's doing cigars for Warped. Um, He's doing cigars for Cabal Cigars. He's doing cigars for a lot of people now. Amazing factory. Actually, good friends with the Gomez family as well. Um, Hostess, the gentleman that owns it, was at Quesada for a long time and also Cigar Rings. Um, so he really knows his stuff. Oh, that's really awesome. Um, I know that you mentioned before. Sorry, I'm a little off track today. Um I had like a whole list of things I wanted to get into. And then at the last minute, <laughs> some things changed. Um, sorry. Uh, and w when did you say, and when did you say this was going to begin? And then when, when is the cigar going to be available? So we're already taking um, signups, right? So to reserve your spot, you got to go purchase the create project on our website. Um, and once we, we have 200 spots available, if we sell out of those quickly, we will close it. If we don't sell out of them very quickly, we'll still probably close it sometime in the middle of next month. The first five samples are already done. So the first shipment you get will be five cigars. And the idea is to say, which one of these do we want to use as our base blend, right? Which one do we like the most to use as our base blend? And then we'll tweak it from there um, until we get a cigar that everybody loves. Yeah, there was another manufacturer that was doing something kind of similar. I'm trying to remember who it was, but I remember they stayed. So they have a cigar that they're working on and they have, I think it's one blend, but it's in four different sizes. And they are sending those out to their consumers to smoke and whatever. And they're all going to vote on um, which one they like the most. And then whichever one gets the highest amount of votes, that's the size that they're going to make this new blend in. Um, so I had seen, I had seen that recently. I actually, was it, um, oh, it was just on the tip of my tongue. Well, well general just did one with punch. Uh, no, it wasn't where, them. Where they, no, I, I don't know how that program worked, but they, the way that the story was, is that there was consumer selected. Oh no, it was German engineered cigars. That's who I'm thinking of. 
Yeah, so they're doing one where you they have three different sizes of a blend already, and it's basically whichever blend gets the most votes will be the one they or whichever size gets the most votes will be put into production. This is a little bit of a more robust offering, right? Because there's no feedback from from anyone but the community. So if they want it spicier, we're gonna send it to the factory, make it spicier. They're gonna blend that, send it back. And if they want it sweeter, they're gonna we're gonna add sweetness. So we're not starting with a blend that like, okay, hey, pick a size. Hey, let's blend a cigar. Let's get it done. Let's right. do it. Right. Um, do you now and John, feel free to chime in here. Now, do you feel like this is something, you know, John mentioned your general's done it with punch. Um, is this something that you think that is going to catch on and we'll see a lot more manufacturers do, or do you think that a lot of manufacturers look at this as just kind of being like too much for them to handle with the, with the, uh, the consumers? Well, for me, it looks like this is, this isn't manufacturer driven. This is, this is retail and club driven. Um, so, I mean, essentially, or yeah, just, yeah. Or no, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you're putting in the work with communicating with it, with a small group of 200 people, you know, I don't think it should be unmanageable uh, to do that. But, uh, but yeah, it's an interesting concept. I, I think it's a cool concept. I think anything where people can engage, you know, with other people and be part of something, they, they enjoy doing it. And uh, streamlining a process and making it easy for communication and whatnot, it should be a pretty fun thing. I, I think, will it happen again? I don't know. We'll have to ask Chris. We'll have to ask Chris that. If it goes well, will you guys, you know, will you, will you do it again with a different blend? If it works, we're going to keep working it, you know? Yeah, that yeah, would, I, I would... it's a great idea. I, I mean, everybody wants to be – speaking of blending something, I just remembered I, I got to re-communicate. The person who won the blending uh, the blending cigar, the blend in LFD well, with me. I was going to ask about the, that. Uh, on the smoking tobacco thing. I, it's right on the, on the top of my list. I got to reach out to you <laughs> and get that taken care of because we just got back from – Vegas but no I, I think that's a fun thing I think it's great people like to be involved in the process um, and uh, I think on a business level that's uh, a smart thing it's going to be a great opportunity for you guys to build a rapport with a, with a customer build some loyalty uh, with you and then just a level of trust as they get to be part of something that's fun so uh, I, I think you'll probably see it again from people like Luxury Cigar Club I, I don't think you'll see it uh, in a large scale but, you know like the way the general did it I think they picked a couple different cigars and that was the size people like that's an easier way of doing it. I think the way you guys are doing a little bit more uh, a roundabout way of getting there, but, but that's really how the process works. So I, I think it'll be, I think it'll be fun for you guys and successful for sure. Yeah, it's definitely unique and it's definitely a very cool concept. And um, I'll be really, I'm really excited to see how it, how it, you know, pans out, you know, as it continues to move forward. Um, and then of course, you know, if it, if it's successful and you guys do well with it, it's, it sounds like it's something that maybe you guys will, you know, attempt to do again. Maybe, maybe make some changes. Maybe do a little bit different, but you know, kind of keep that idea kicking around. Absolutely. Uh, so, Chris, tell us. Um, aside from that, what other projects do you guys have working on? I know you guys usually have some exclusive stuff that you got going on. You have uh, some projects you do with like Room One Hundred One. I know you mentioned, you know, Room One Hundred One before. Uh, anything new and exciting we can expect to see before the summer's over? Uh, yeah, actually, today we just launched something that was supposed to launch at PCA. Um, the cigar is called SNBN, shall not be named is what it stands for. Hmm. And it had another name. Um, in fact, it didn't launch at the show because of a cease and desist we received. Um, it was packaged and at the airport, so it would be there for the show. And I had to call the factory and say, go back and get it. 
and I'll call you later and we'll figure out what, what to do with this. Um, so literally we got a cease and desist off of a half wheel article about it. That half wheel article still exists. Um, it's made at, uh, Tabacalera Diaz Cabrera. Um, I'm not allowed to say who the master blender is again. There's some legal issues around that for that person, but uh, anyone that can Google Tabacalera Diaz Cabrera will find out pretty easily what it is. Um, and yeah, man, it's a beautiful Ecuadorian Corojo cigar, uh, $10.99 a stick. And they, they are in our warehouse now and resting. And so they'll start shipping soon. Um, amazing, amazing, amazing cigar. I'm looking at it right now on the website too. I like how you guys offer the five pack or the box of 20. Um, I am personally, I, I, Go ahead, John. So I just Googled Tabacco Lara Diaz Ferreira. Oh, here we go. This is how we get and, in trouble. John likes to start trouble. And it popped up. <laughs> it popped, no, it popped up and says your search did not match any anything. Oh, Cabrera, really? Ferreira, so not Ferreira. Have... Ferreira is what I put. No, see. No, Cabrera. Like Miguel oh, Cabrera. Cabrera. Yeah, but, but <laughs> I've never had Google not pull up something. Like it literally came up and said I, the words I used matched nothing. Someone so, in chat, man, I don't, I don't even know. know what, I don't know what kind of legal trouble you were in, but if you broke Google. I wouldn't name anything. <laughs> I we're, mean, I... we're not, we're not, we're not in any legal trouble at all. But the blender is in a contract still with his previous employer, and he's not allowed to blend anything right now. Um, yeah. So, I see. I see who that is now. I had a feeling it was it was that person, um, I, but now that I know, uh, and now I know who that former employer is. Oh yeah, that's uh, it, it makes a lot of sense now. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that's a tough one. <laughs> that's a that's a that's a tough contract to uh, to have but to tangle that, with. But isn't that? I, I know this is so. Chris can't talk about this, but isn't that person making another cigar for somebody right now? So he is, but he there's a there's a there's a licensing agreement in place between all parties involved for that cigar. Um, we don't have the financial backing to, to do that. We wanted to bring a really cool affordable cigar from that factory out, right? Because we all know who he is and we all know what he's capable of, but capable without being, without his hands tied. Um, you know, he really yeah. is producing amazing stuff. And when we went there, you know, we visited him a few times and, we're like, listen, we want to do something here. We want, we want, we want to put something out that you would love to smoke every day. Something that, that, and he's like, oh, well, here. And he pulls out a Ziploc baggie from his shirt pocket. He's like, that's what it would be. And I'm like, okay, but are those for sale, right? You clearly already have those made and everything. He's like, absolutely, everything's for sale. And and we, so we smoked and we're like, done, set us up. Um, so again, they would have already been in country. They're actually going to be naked cigars in boxes. Uh, we, we didn't want to go through and build new bands and just add expense to the cigar. We wanted to keep the cigar under $11, and we were able to do that at $10.99, luckily. Um, just because I know money's tight, we know money are, is tight, and we wanted to you know provide something that is a daily smoker, you know that you could just smoke every day with no problem. Yeah, the concept sounds cool, man. And I, I, uh, I was, I've been on the website jumping back and forth because we've been talking to the different things. And looking through some of the uh, 
different projects and uh i i think the branding on it looks really cool and i think the concept behind it's nice and i, I like how you you all explain the story there um so that's really interesting i would like to jump more in just a brief second there it used to, the uh the it's interesting the the other brand that's being made by the the brand that we're that, that was that i'm seeing online here which is called freud is the new brand it's interesting because that one of the owners of freud or one of the uh, principles of freud or whatever you would say i don't know what his position is used to work for davidoff um and had a partnership with that person so it'd be interesting I would love to dive into legalities of certain things. And as, as, as Chris said, uh, financially, it's probably really expensive to dive into it. So there you go, loose bands. And I'm looking forward to trying the cigar. Cause, uh, it, it, it was the first thing that pops up on the website and I thought it was really cool and it was really interesting. And normally when stuff's, when things are a little um, vague to me like that, I don't really get into it, but I looked and I was like, man, this is really interesting. And I've been looking at it for, for about five to 10 minutes reading into it. Uh, before you started talking. Um, so <clears throat> when you start working on projects, where do these ideas come from? You know, wh wh are you approaching it with the idea first or are you looking for the cigars first and then working uh, from that direction? You know, Ben and I uh, pride ourselves on, on being a relationship-driven company, a uh, relationship with the brands that we work with in relationships with the people that we you know we work for which is our our employees and and our luxury cigar club family and and so we we you know we develop an idea like hey let's do a project and that's about as far as the development on our side goes then we go to the dr we go to nicaragua we we meet people we hang out with people and, and we find that projects are pretty easily developed when you're just all sitting around smoking a cigar, maybe drinking a little bit, eating some, playing dominoes, whatever it might be. And, uh, you know, Create come, came about because we've we visited Tabacalera La Isla a few times and we just really wanted to do something there. And we just didn't have anything in our, our you know, our custom project pipeline to to give him anything to do there. Right. There was nothing there. Um, he's a newer factory. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, could we do this? You know what I mean? And he's like, yeah, let's do it. You know, and when something's kind of that easy to bring together, it's like, why not? Let's give it a shot. You know what I mean? And 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 let's try to do something fun, exciting, unique is kind of where we're at. And, you know, we had no intention of doing the Diaz Cabrera stick. We but we visited a few times and we're like, hey, could we maybe do a cigar here? And it was like, absolutely. Let's do it. There was no like, hey, we want it to be Corojo. We want it to be Broadleaf. We want this. We want this. It was none of that. It's like, yo, what do you like to smoke? And he's like, I, I smoke these all the time. And we're like, okay, let's do that. You know, and, and most of them come about that way. Um, I was just looking. I was talking to Ben actually. Uh, while you guys were talking about that, I I got I was. Uh, I was remembering that you guys also had something else I wanted to bring up, and I had to ask him for the info, and now I have it. Um, and now I'm getting – sorry. I had it right in front of me. I had the email in front of me, and now I – people were texting me, and I got it, it got all <laughs> janked on me. Oh, yeah, right here. So Luxury Cigar Club. So something else you guys were doing that I thought was really cool, uh, and this stuff's really awesome because it's been on the scene for a little bit now. And it's getting more popular, and it's really cool stuff. You guys are actually doing a giveaway for one of the Opus X Society 
uh, humidors, the Hemingway humidor, uh, which is really awesome. Um, when does that end really quick? So it's supposed to end at the end of July. We had some inventory issues surrounding the Arturo Fuente inventory, which is connected directly to this raffle. So I think we're going to extend it um, a bit just so that we make sure everyone who wants a chance to enter to, to is able to. I think it's like a $1,300 humidor. But what's really exciting about it is, is it's signed by Carlito. Um, so it's not just a humidor, but it's a it's a humidor signed by, by Carlito Fuente. And, you know, we could keep it on our shelf, right, of all the stuff that just sits on our shelf and collect dust. But we, we feel like these things belong with the consumer in the community, you know, where some guy can be like, have it on his trophy shelf and be like, yo, I got that sign, Fuente humidor. Last month, we gave away a La Polina standing humidor that they custom build. It's gorgeous. We have some signed Sokka stuff that we're giving away soon. Um, just cool and exciting things to, to you know, give back a little bit all you got to do to to get a chance to win the humidor is buy opus x society or fuente products from our website and you'll get raffle tickets um there's a blog post on our website that kind of goes over exactly how you win that yeah actually i'm posting that that blog post in the in the comments right now uh just so that people can find that um awesome so it's right in there well, yeah which is awesome I'm, and go ahead way, i'm dying over here guys i, I was gonna say you look like you're you look like you're sweating through that shirt. Yeah, it's 97 degrees outside and, and like 110% humidity here. I am drenched. Yeah, good old good old Florida. I mean, that's <laughs> that's what happens down there. It's it's July. It's it's uh, uh we have a comment from K on YouTube. That bourbon collects dust. Three question marks. Well, I there's think a shelf down here that there's a <laughs> shelf down here that that is usually full of bourbon. I don't know if probably can't see it yeah you can see some bottle tops there yeah you go. That, that that that's the working inventory this is kind of for we shoot youtube videos and stuff here but it's a really nice collection there's some cool stuff there some of my bourbon will collect dust over the summertime just because we don't drink a lot of it in the hot humid months uh we prefer some some lighter alcohol but as soon as like that cool fall air comes in the end of september those bottles are getting popped uh, and we start going through the bourbon all the way through the fall and the winter. Um, and then uh, summertime, we kind of go back to, to rum. And uh, I was doing tequila a little bit, but I, I, I took a break from tequila to switch to rum this year. So rum's been really my, my poison for the summer, my summer 22 poison. Um, we also have we should have to do uh, news. So I'm going to hit the news really quick. And then we are going to announce the winner of the Unicorn Sasquatch Poo. Giveaway from Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. Yeah. Right. Our news is brought to you once again by our friends at McAuliffe Cigars. If you head over to McAuliffe Cigars today, you can sign up to become an official ambassador where you'll get your ambassador number, your ambassador coin, and while you're at it, head over to Facebook and join the McAuliffe Ambassadors Facebook group where you can hang out and socialize and smoke with all of your fellow McAuliffe Ambassadors. Um, so this week, it's kind of been... A weird news week. It's weird two and a half because mostly everything in the news has been related to the trade show. Uh, it's been a lot of trade show coverage or announcements from the trade show, shit like that. Uh, so I, I tried to find something a little bit different. It's still trade show related, but it's not the PCA trade show. This one is the uh, Intertabac trade show that takes place in Dortmund, Germany in September. And uh, this week, Davidoff and Scandinavian Tobacco Group 
have announced that they will not exhibit at Intertobacco 2022. Um, we have not been to the Intertobacco trade show. We have talked about going um, maybe in the future. It's very different from the PCA show and TPE, um, you know, here in the United States. Uh, I don't know. Have either of you been to the Intertobacco trade show? No, no the, the Gomez's handle the international stuff because they like to travel internationally. Mm. I have no objection to doing it, but uh, I probably will in the future. Uh, it's just right now it's handled mostly through uh, through Lido and his wife. And, and the main reason is is it, the, the way it works over there. Here, here domestically, we're the distributor of the product. So I essentially run the distribution company with, uh, with Inez. Mm-hmm. Um so I, yeah, I work for her. At the end of the day, I'm the vice president of premium imports. Um, and then over in the Dominican, you're working sorry, over in Europe, um, then there's a back and international outside of the U.S. Most of these companies are working with their own uh, with other distribution networks. So you're working directly with the distributor and you're literally talking, how much am I going to pay for these cigars uh, from the factory and this and that. So a lot of that's handled from the factory. So that's why it's handled at that level, as I don't really have my hands in that stuff. But, I mean, as time goes on and the company evolves, I, you know, I will naturally be over there. So somebody else – does somebody else manage your distribution in Europe for La Flor Dominicana? Yeah, we, we have uh, – see, we have different distributors. We have distributors in Mexico. Uh, I mean, we have a distributor in the Dominican Republic um, that we use because we don't distribute down there. Um, we were only in, in the manufacturing side of it in the zona franca that we're in which is tax-free zone then we have european distributor uh we have distributors for uh each country is different uh so we have some for western europe some for eastern europe um you know we do distribution in africa so it it really depends on what areas they cover and and, uh but yeah we we have we have several different distributors that, that handle europe and then any other international business that we do uh yeah including canada Oh, in Canada. Uh, yeah, no, it's interesting to see, you know, these are two companies that, as, as most people know by this point, they have also stopped exhibiting at PCA trade show. Um, they all still attend TPE, I believe. Yeah, they all they all go to TPE, but they have stopped exhibiting at the PCA show, the big four. Uh, but now two of the big four have now stopped, uh, um, sorry, exhibiting at the Dortmund trade show in September. So that continues to be the theme for those guys um, pulling out of the trade shows and, and meetings and conventions and what have you. Uh, and kind of, I think being a little bit more self-reliant these days, uh, which we can get into deeper probably this week on the spare note series, but that is our news headline for this week. Um, another cool thing. Yeah, it just you- seems, it, it, it just seems like it just seems these both com- both these companies, especially Scandinavian has a large sales force. Yeah. So it just seems like they don't have a large interest in in having a, a massive presence at these trade shows because they already have such a huge presence with a retail base and then their distribution bases. And kind of the same thing with Davidoff internationally. They're huge. They're their own distributor. Right. Uh, you know, over in Europe for the most part. And then over here, they you know, they have a large sales force. Um, but I, I'd be surprised here in the U.S. if Davidoff didn't, get somewhat involved in some of these trade shows a little bit but in regards to general in my opinion um you know it seems like they've made the decision fully that they just don't need trade shows because they have a large enough uh influence out there right 
Yeah, I mean, the European market is, is, is very different than the U.S. market and even other parts of the country. Um, I mean, other parts of the world, rather, sorry. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, and I've had, we've had this conversation with, like, Jose Blanco, who, who handles a lot of the, I think it's the Eastern European division or the, Euro, or the European, I don't remember specifically, but I know he handles sales outside of the U.S. for Toro Fuente. So he's talked a little bit about that, too, how it, it is very, and you mentioned it, it is very different. I mean, you know, you have the United States, which is one country, big territory. You have Europe, which is a big territory, but it's all different countries. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, as you said, all those countries have their own systems in play, different laws, different taxes. So, yeah, I, I, it, it's a very different ballgame when you get international with the, uh, with the cigar industry. Um, Nicole, is it now time for our giveaway? Yeah. Well, I know the winner. Well, do you want to share with us? Yeah. Or share with them, rather. They want to know. <laughs> Okay, so um, we had teamed up with Steve Saka. Um, he had given us one of those lovely unicorn cigars, and we decided to pair it with some bags of the um, Sasquatch poop that everyone had been seeing um, from, from the PCA, PCA trade, trade show. show. Um, so the winner of that is Patrick Nunn. Patrick Nunn, congratulations. Yes. Congratulations to Patrick Nunn. He will get two bags. And to be honest with you, I don't know if it, does this spoil it for anyone. We actually talk, So the Sasquatch poo. It's black cherry cotton candy. You have an open bag, I think. I do. I haven't tried it yet because I was going to, and then it w I got sidetracked, and then I never revisited it. But I do have one for me that I did already open. But there are, you'll get two unopened bags. I promise they'll be unopened. And one of the uh, unicorn cigars from Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. So congratulations. We will get that mm -hmm. out to you. Um, also, the winners of the giveaway from last week, the Jewish Day giveaway, they've been contacted. All those giveaways are going to go out. Uh, probably tomorrow or the, the Saturday. Uh, so you guys will all be getting your prizes within the next uh, week, I should say. So congratulations to everyone who participated. And now we are done with giveaways for a little bit. Um, and maybe we will... <laughs> Sorry. Who's unknown user? Ben Severi should have gone with the white shirt. You didn't see the... Other. I didn't read all the... Carney is looking pretty moist. Carney, <laughs> I think. That's me. Oh, That's yeah, me. it is I'm you. I'm an unknown user for some reason. Man, my, my Facebook's all screwed up right now. I, well, we Listen, can see that. He's blaming, he's blaming up for breaking Google, but he broke Facebook. I know. You know, that's right. I remember because on the last Spare Notes series, you chimed in towards the second half of the show, and it just kept coming up as unknown user, and I was like, oh, yeah. I've never seen that before. Well, it was weird because he started commenting as smoke and tobacco because he has access to that page. And so then I'm like, why is – and then I'm like, oh, it's Carney because I couldn't – because the dialogue, I was like, that makes sense. And then I think he tried to switch it, and then he after that it became unknown user, and now apparently it's stuck that way. It's so, broken. and it's it's broken. Right. Very it's should broken. have gone with the I'm white shirt. Moist. Yeah, gray is not a good what color to wear when you're wet. I mean, black's okay, <laughs> white's pretty good, but gray. Well, I mean, I, well, I wore it. I wore it because of our friends at, at Grand Cigar Lounge in Ponca City, Oklahoma, who watched the show. So it's I, very true. I thought maybe they'd notice it. Yeah, I thought maybe they'd notice it, but now I wish that I hadn't because it's like I got under boob sweat. Every I got everything. Going. You're almost doing them a disservice by wearing that shirt. Are you sure? Yeah. I mean, he's sweating <laughs> on there it. Be, he's testing there might the be durability. people that are into that. I'm just saying, you know, men look at you know what t-shirt contests. Women like them too. 
Although Carney sweat, I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Car- wait, Questionable. Car- yeah, my, wife, the, my wife's probably happy about it. Maybe. The the thing with Carney is, is it's not just the Florida humidity sweat; it's the meat sweats from whatever he ate for dinner oh, too. That's true. So it's 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 the a king it, of meat. It's, did a, you, it's like I, three I pounds eat. of steak sweat. <laughs> I haven't had steak. I haven't had steak this week. I uh, I'm doing a big dinner tomorrow night with six people. We're doing like a six course dinner, and there'll be some steaks involved. But uh, I took it easy this week because we had a big weekend last weekend for my wife's birthday. So uh, I've kind of been detoxing all week. So, But today she brought home this is a company called Gideon's Cookies. If you ever come to Orlando, you've got to go to Gideon's Cookies. It's the best cookie on the planet. They've, they've got a place at Disney Springs, but their original location was downtown here. And it's about a mile from my house. So my wife went over there today to get one of her friends uh, cookie for her first day back at work after she had her baby. And, of course, she brought home a cake called Valentina's Cake, which is a red velvet with cookies and cream frosting. And the cookies weigh like a pound. So we, for lunch today, we had um, an entire piece of this cake and one of those cookies. So I'm, I'm, this is sugar sweats, man. I think I have diabetes. <laughs> Very well could. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't doubt it. Um, and all the wine you drink, too. A lot of sugar and wine. I haven't drank in a week either. I'm telling you, this is from the cookies. Wow, that's how good these cookies are. Cookie sweats. Ha- hashtag cookie sweats. Um, <laughs> so we're gonna play our. We're gonna do our top three segment too, because that's a kind of a fun one to kind of give us a little bit uh, something different to do, and it's gonna be non-cigar related tonight. But our top three is brought to you by Room 101 Cigars. Hold on, I'm behind. Watch the Smoking Tobacco oh. Show. Eat your vegetables. Take your vitamins. Smoke room 101. That's right. Words of wisdom. Chris, were you at the were you at the trade show? Yeah. Did yeah, you go? There. Did you get on the stripper pole? I can't answer that. Ooh, that's a yeah. That's a yeah, and I don't want to admit it. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone saw, uh, I did post a video uh, of one particular. I won't name his name, but you may know him from Wildfire Cigars. Jeremy. Um, <laughs> Now, I'll name his you, name. I mean, everybody knows. If anyone saw him and it knows him, they know who his name is. I tried. <laughs> I, I, tr- I, I, I tried. I tried. But Jeremy from Wildfire Cigars um, had this very uh, – what's the right word that I want to use for this? Um, provocative. Very provocative. provocative very provocative. Uh, Degrading. Pole dance with a crotch grab and a pole grind, the whole thing. Um Matt yelling at me in the background not to show the food table. Uh, you had <laughs> Abe, Abe Froman from Embargo Cigars. Uh, he's peeking through the curtain being like, oh, yeah. Uh, it was very raunchy. Uh, but I never, nevertheless, I did share it because it was the right thing to do. So you may have seen <laughs> that. Uh, it was cool. It's always fun to catch up with Matt at the uh, trade shows. But it's our top three. So I'm going to kind of steal this from How About That Cigar? Um, only because. Well, you're giving them credit. I am giving them credit because I love them, um, but I'm going to steal it from them because it was fun. And so I got shit because I was on How About That Cigar two weeks ago, and we were, I was on there with, <laughs> with uh, the guys from Cigar Hustler, and um, they did the, the three people that you would uh, pick to be with you and help you in the event of a zombie apocalypse. Now, Mike gave me shit because I was put on the spot. It was late. It was midnight my time, but I'm just like, Man, my brain's starting to fade. Yeah, who'd you say? Because I was and I was and I was like, (sighs) I just started thinking of random people, and I was like, well, Mike, I would take you because you're you're super jacked. And he was surprised. 
And I was like, I would take Nick Perdomo because he's super jacked and he's in shape for an old guy. And then for some reason I said, I just can't stop thinking about Steve Saka. And then Mike was like, yeah, because you need someone to fall behind uh, to oh. slow the zombies down. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, though. You, you didn't pick your wife? Your wife? Well, yeah. yeah. Hold on. Hold yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, so didn't now pick you or me. I was I, I was I was I was getting to something else and now you kind of ruined the whole okay, flow. Okay, come, come on. But then Mike gave me shit. He's like, "You didn't even pick Carney." And I go, "To be honest with you, yeah, I don't know why." And then I said and I told Carney about it cuz I'm going to be honest. And I was on the phone with him and he goes, "Don't feel bad cuz I didn't pick you." And I was like, "Well, now I feel better." And he was like, "Yeah, it's all about survival." And I was, "Well, wait a minute. What is that the fucking supposed to mean?" <laughs> so, <laughs> I'll let Chris go first. Um, Chris, three people from the cigar industry you had to pick to be with you during a zombie apocalypse. From the cigar industry, I have to I have to stay in the cigar industry. Yeah, I got to make it a little tough. I can't just give you like free reign. Yo, I can't do that. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> no one. Uh, I, I would take Ben. He's my work wife. Okay, and you know we live together, we die together type of thing. Uh, I also believe I can outrun him if I have to. <laughs> um. Probably Matt Booth because he's a psychopath, you know, and he and knows his way around guns. And he's a marine. And he's a marine. And he's a marine. He's an ex-marine, and he, he <clears throat> likes guns and, and things like that. And then you know what, man? I I think probably Bob um, from Judgy Bobby Cigars. Uh, he's just a he's a good time, man. No matter what's going on, he's happy. He's excited. He's having fun. And I think you need that sort of thing. In an apocalypse, right? You need someone to make you smile. You need someone to release the tension. That's right. I mean, Matt Booth could re- release the tension too in different ways, but but that's a different thing. Very different. Very different. John, I will let you reiterate what your I, choices I, were. I said um, I, my choices were I said Christian Aroa because he has he can fly airplanes, Ooh, so he could travel. Smart. Very smart. And uh, and he and he, he runs a he, he kind of like they run Honduras, dude. He's got to have some serious clout, you know. <laughs> then I picked Lido because he's a scrapper. Lido's a big scrapper. Yeah. And we'd find a way to get stuff done. And then the next one I picked was way in the left field. I picked um, John D. Oliver from uh, Romacraft because he has a freaking arsenal of weapons. Wow. So, so I straight up picked survival, travel, and then scrappers. So like Lido invents things, Christian can fly aircraft, and is and he's got to have some pull down in Honduras. We could probably just chill in Honduras, and then we bring Devolver down there to just start a military, and then that'd be perfect. And then what's your contribution to the group? Uh, like uh, you know. Well, I'm just saying. Like you, you, here's the thing. thing. Like, Wait, you know, hold on, hold on. I feel like if they had to scavenge for food, right, and they got like something disgusting, John, John can make, make it, it taste edible. good. Like, yeah. <laughs> he'd like turn a rabbit into more like, like an ombudsman. I, I was thinking of just sheerly on survival and luxury of being able to get where I want and survive there. I wasn't thinking of anything past that, so I was sheerly survival. Um, I don't really know how I fit into the group. I just know that I'd be alive. Well, I mean, the same could be applied, though. How do you how do you apply yourself to the survival? <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm just, another level. I'm just trying to. I don't know if I would necessarily. If, I don't think if I don't necessarily think I'd pick myself. You know, I'd pick three other people. I, would, mm. I don't know if I'd pick myself. <laughs> you, you don't go. think you could contribute anything. Wow. He can't, he can't even, like, bullshit and be like, well, I mean, I used to fight in high school. Like, I don't know. 
I'm just trying to stay alive, man. I just want to be on an airplane and get off the ground and land somewhere. He's like, I could provide plenty of sweat for us so we can be slippery, so we can get away. (laughs) You know what's really... I'm still... I still can't get over you didn't pick me. You know what, Nicole? I... I'm really upset. I, I can't believe none of us picked a woman... No, we need to, like, if we're gonna survive. We need to procreate. No, right? but so, like I was just thinking about that. I'm like, how am I gonna, how am I gonna reproduce and like and maintain my, you know, my family? I, you know, I won't. I'm just over from there. But Despite hold on. what people do, you know, what people say, you know, you need a woman to do that. Well, the, there is science that. Works. But Matthew also knows like my history. Like I literally have a bug out bag sitting in my closet right now. <laughs> like just so you know, like a legit well, one. You guys are married, so I know you are one person, right? You're together. I so know, right? Technically, uh, those three people are right, joining so us, not just me. I, I. So let's know. flip this around. Let's flip this around, then, Nicole. What are your? Who are your three? For the cigar industry, though, I. So here's the thing. I. Yeah, I this is a question. See, I can't pick Matthew, pick Matthew though. Now, well, I can't Chris because I'm out good, of spite. Well, like, Chris made a good point, though. Know? But Chris made a good point. Chris made a good point. We are technically one now. So that really <laughs> is irrelevant because we, you would be with me anyway. Those three people would join both of us. Mm-hmm. So that is a fair way to look at it. Yeah. I just don't think she would have picked you either way. John just wants to rub salt in the wounds. Because that's, 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 that's why he's here on the show. He's here to instigate. <laughs> Somebody has to do it. Uh, Nicole if I was doesn't here want... to instigate, I would have brought up several other topics than the things we discussed tonight. Oh yeah, I know, I know. You're just trying to keep a team tonight. That's all. I mean, there's 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 a lot of times that John texts me late at night about his thoughts and feelings. Usually after a couple of glasses of wine. Um, I would. Pick... Which I won't repeat. So Nicole, what? Nicole, Nicole, what are the three? Who are the three? Well, see, now that you said that you can't cook, because I would have cho- I would have chosen you to make like crickets and stuff taste good, right? Oh, I can you certainly eat. cook. I was just worried about survival. Okay. I mean, if I have to have a job. If I had to have a job, I would do this. That would be your contribution. He still doesn't even know what his job would be. I would then choose probably, and I'm going to throw some weird ones out, but like Zaya from El Septimo because he has a ton of money, right? Well, what, what, if, what if the money doesn't do anything for you at that point? Well, he has gold things and gold we'll, we'll, still we'll trade. Melt the gold. Yeah, you yeah. can trade. We'll you can trade gold. stuff. So lux- luxury stuff, like you can trade and whatever. So he has access to things, I'm sure. So and probably his own private jet. Uh, he'd be fine, right? Um, and then my other thought would be Omar from Fratello because he worked for NASA. So, like, <laughs> I, someone yeah, smart, pretty resourceful. Pretty probably huh. pretty good in a fight. Probably good in a fight. I mean, he's a like, big dude. Would, big dude. Yeah. He's a big dude. So that's my three right well, there. And if, and if you know, and if you guys are short on food, he's a big dude, too. And if I'm there, I'm a big dude. We, we got a lot of meat on the bones. I love this comment because I know what this is from. <laughs> Mark is in the zombie apocalypse. You can't pick someone that gets whiny when they're hungry. Well, that's just <laughs> fucking rude. But it's okay. I still love Mark very much. <laughs> See, I'm going to pick something apart, though. So you got you pick, you pick the guy from El Septimo. So he has a bunch of money. He probably has a private jet. The problem is, can he fly it? So Christians can fly the jet, and he's got money. And he so has his own I'm jet. not saying he's got El Septimo hmm. money, but he can fly it. So that's the only issue is uh, can can Zaya fly the plane? So if he can't fly it, it doesn't matter if he's got. It. 
That's good, true, but I feel point. like he'd still have like people to take. There's care other of assets maybe that he could help you apocalypse. with. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, I just say like Christian's like a Swiss Army knife, man. That's why I pick him. You know, it's like man can fly the plane, has the plane. What else can he do? He's like the he's he's literally like the the like the the Latin like James Bond of of like <laughs> the zombie apocalypse for me. That's why he's number one. The Latin James Bond. <laughs> what? I, I, I don't think a plane's going to help, right? Because you're going to have to be able to fuel it and all that stuff. It might be good for one flight, and then you're done. Then you're done. Yeah, that's true, too. Unless it's a one-way trip. You just have to get to one place, and then you're done. I mean, that's true, too. Well, you know, what I'd do is I'd fly to wherever Zaya parks his private jet, and he wouldn't be able to use any of it. So we'd get there, and we'd have all the resources that we'd need. Uh, that's jet a good point. Hopping? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I guess you could do that. Well, I just want to bring out that you, you, you and I'm, we're never going to forget this. Christian Aroa, in terms of, uh, as said by John Carney, uh, is the Latin James Bond. <laughs> I think it's only right to mention that Tony oh. Gomez, Lo, Tony Gomez is the um, the Spanish Keanu Reeves. John Wick. <laughs> John Wick. <laughs> He's the yeah. Spanish John Wick. <laughs> How you say? Did you guys see him at the trade show? I swear to God. He he. There was one night he had on like the like the black suit, and he's taller than everybody else there. And he had the hair like nice and straight, like yeah. Keanu had. And I was like, oh my god! And I said it to John. I'm like, he almost looks like Keanu Reeves. He's like, yeah, John Wick. And I was like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Steve yeah. Saka has it's also his birthday. It's also his birthday today. Happy birthday, Tony Gomez. Happy birthday, Tony Gomez. Um, how old is he? Dude, no idea. Oh, I, come on. You got to know. I, and I, dude, I, uh, no, I stopped counting his birthday at like 30. Is he he's older or younger than you? His, he's younger than me. Couple he's years. younger than Okay. All right. Yeah. So Jeff says, Renato Lorenzo from HVC. He's always positive and upbeat, and he was a cowboy. Steve Saka has great cigars and a no BS attitude, and Matt Booth because he's nuts and comical. I mean, that's, that's a fair assessment. Yeah, people in the audience, chime in, please. I'd love to hear some. Yeah, more I'd love to hear what everyone else has to say. <laughs> Booth's a Booth's a good catch too. You know, like I, I might select him, but I, I know he used to work with Christian in the past. And I think they still have a good relationship, but I don't know where that relationship was. And if it if it's not good, I don't want I don't want that negative. You know that negative. Uh, you don't want the negative you know, vibe. Juju on the on the. Well, certainly not on a private plane either. You know, being yeah. locked in a private plane that'd be vicious. Or a fight so, breaks out. Chris, I got a question. I'm on I'm on the site here, and I, I saw something I thought was really cool. And the I don't know if you guys have talked about it on the show before. Or ben has this this hangry cigar sounds so cool to me so this is made in new york city yeah it's made in new york Tell city a there's a little more about factory. that yeah there's a little factory in uh, on manhattan actually 250 square feet uh martinez hand-rolled cigars is what it's called and they produce about 250,000 cigars a year out of their 250 square foot it's a great place and they buy all yeah it's amazing they buy all their tobacco in the dr Jesus Martinez, who owns it, um, his father started it. Is He's the blender there. Um, amazing, amazing people. And it's another one we just kind of met and we're like, yo, let's do something fun. And to have something, you know, built right here in country that we can offer uh, our, our consumers was, was a, it's a fun project. We, we, we make probably 12,000 of them a year or so. 
and they sell out every single time we have them in stock they sell out um it's a fun little stick we went real cheap on the packaging because it's not cheap to make cigars in the u.s as you can imagine but it's fun you know the united states used to make a ton of cigars um so it's a little tribute to what this country once was um, in cigar manufacturing and and again it's working with awesome people so so am i right that this started in 2020 hangry yeah, yeah that sounds it's, it's right some dates in there it's, yeah it's in 2020 so that was going so this this project kind of launched during during the pandemic right in the heart of it so how, how did that how did you guys even run into each other to to get something like that going because I, I i haven't heard of any projects like that uh you know i would you guys are a significant impact in the cigar industry on a retail side for sure um and the club's massive um so yeah i haven't heard of anybody working with anyone like that so how, how did that how did that come about you know one of our uh members he's actually been a member with us since our second um, luxury cigar club shipment um so since what march of 2019 he's been a member with us and he works there his name's kevin uh, a lot of people know him as Fabuccino. he does writing for um fine tobacco new york city he does blind reviews for them and then he also it, has been working with the martinez factory for a while trying to help build the brand a little bit and he connected us um you know there's there's a lot that happened there i don't remember a lot of it um but it just it just kind of it's kind of happened it started before the pandemic and the whole project the whole idea started there but we were able to get it done during the pandemic and out and you know the we blended it by mail right they would put something together send it out and i'd be like yo this is ass and send it back and they'd fix something and i'd be like dude perfect and and so you know ben and i worked through those revisions a few times and we got it we got it done it was, it was fun yeah i'm looking at it myself on the website too i i first came aware of uh martinez during the pandemic as well um i, I met up with dave online a few yep. times i got to know dave really well and i've had some of their cigars and i know they've done some projects with some other people too yeah it's a uh, i haven't been there yet but I am familiar with the stuff they make. I've had some of it. It is really good. Um, it is definitely on my list. One of these one of these weekends, um, we want to because we're in Boston, so we're not too far from New York. We've talked about doing a weekend trip down to New York and seeing some of the places down there. And, and Martinez is is very close to the top of my list. It is a place I'd like to go um, and see and, and hang out. We, we we met up with them a little bit at the at the PCA show. I know they have some new stuff that they have that they were showing. Uh, but yeah, it is. It's a small place. But they do some really good stuff there. Um, so I'm really, uh, it, it's nice to see, you know, you guys doing a project with them as well. Because um, I, I do like them. I think they're, uh, I think they're destined for good things. I really do. I think they're they're a cool, they're a cool group of people. They got some great cigars. There's a lot of exciting stuff getting ready to come out of that factory. Some limited editions for some other uh, more established brands and things like that. I don't think I'm allowed to talk about them right now, but which is um, fair. Really, really, really fun, really exciting people. They're great people too. They have a have a blast with them all the time. I feel like the theme for you and you and Ben Chris are like you've you talked about things you're not supposed to talk about, so you just have like a collection of like cease and desist of things you're not supposed to say. <laughs> Actually, that's that's our first cease and desist. Um, believe it or not. <laughs> um, I'll I'll have it framed on the wall soon. Um, you know, for, it's for, kind of like a badge of honor, right? 
Yeah, I mean, you know what? For for a, a huge company, like it was a huge company that sent us a cease and desist. And for them to to recognize us as a threat in a sense kind of made me feel warm and fuzzy a little bit. Like because yeah. in, in, in reality, in the scheme of things, we're not a large company or a threat to them at all. Um, and it, it's kind of speaks to me. Uh, it's something that's important to Ben and I. Like, let's not ever be those guys. Like, if there's a conflict, whether it's over naming or branding or marketing or whatever, let's let's figure out how to a way to solve it in a way that that benefits the industry, the consumer. Instead of all this infighting between all these huge brands and small brands alike that are suing each other and and doing all this stuff, like we're already fighting the FDA and the U.S. government and general public opinion. Uh, what, let's not fight ourselves if we can help it. You know, let's not let's figure out a creative way to solve it. Uh, Martina Cigars actually released a cigar called Patrimonio. And basically at the same time, Casa Cuevas released a cigar called Patrimonio. Yeah. Also. And, and they're like, oh, shit, what do we do? And they, they were able to work it out. They're like, look, let's do it together. We're both trying to honor our family. We're both trying to honor our fathers. Let's find a way to to bring this to market in a way that 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 is respectful of each other and honors everybody involved. And, and we actually put both of the cigars in one of our club subscription boxes at the same time. We let them both tell their own stories about why they built it. And it was like a really exciting way to, to, to solve a problem that, that is not a problem. It, it's just, it's a non-issue, right? It, like no one's confused between the Casa Cuevas Patrimonio and the Martinez Patrimonio. There's no confusion. You know what I mean? So it, it was really cool to see that. Yeah, it, it it is nice to see when when people can actually just play nice and get along, right? Um, I was gonna say, right after John's comment, uh, it's almost like that's when you know you've made it when you get the cease and desist. It's like one of those stripes you have to earn. <laughs> I mean, we could probably we could probably generate cease and desists all day long if we wanted to. We try to avoid that, but yeah, you know, it's like, well, okay, <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, you get it. You're like, oh, okay. Well, we we did something. Uh, we, 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 we made some kind of splash here. We're getting this now. Uh, one of the other things I wanted to bring up before we wrap up the show, uh, another thing you guys, uh, recently released that is, uh, I've starting to go out there now, uh, the cherubs that you did with Matt Booth of Room 101. Tell us a little bit about that project. That, that's kind of cool. You know what? I, you, you guys know Matt to some level. Um, a lot of our projects are highly collaborative. Actually, all of our projects are highly collaborative except for Matt Booth projects. Matt Booth is more like sends me a text message while he's using the bathroom, you know, at eight o'clock in the morning. He's like, I made this, you buy. And, you know, it's like a picture of me without a shirt on wearing Nike Cortezes, which I don't wear, right, with angel wings. And he's like, he's like, you're a cherub now. And I'm like, okay. He's like, it's already ready. I'm like, oh, what? He's like, no, I knew you would take it. Um, so the cherubs are, are are an awesome project. There's two of them. There's a scarlet hog and there's the chicken. Uh, Matt calls me scarlet hog for some reason. I don't. I can't talk about where that name came from for legal reasons. But um, <laughs> chicken chicken is uh, actually works at Embargo Cigars down in down in Phoenix, and um, and they're 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 basically the same blend, but they're they're designed as a head to head project. They're they're different filler blends, right? So the percentages of tobacco from stick to stick are different, um, and they're made at Hoya de Nicaragua. Uh, amazing, amazing cigars. I actually smoke them more frequently than I should. Um, just a fun little limited edition project. 
the last one that Matt Booth was able to do before he uh, got his golden parachute. His golden parachute. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'm sorry. I'm looking at it right now. I was trying to get a, I was, I got the picture from the website. Hold on. There it is of the, uh, of the bundles with both of you guys on there. So I was trying to get it. So I go on the screen. Uh, remind me real quick. It's this one. Yep. Yeah. I got it. I just got to get to it because I want to show it because it, it is cool. It is really awesome. And it went to the downloads. Hold on. I'm still learning how to produce. This is still new territory for me. Downloads. Come on. Where is it? Can't find it. Well. All right. I'll no, let her do it. I'll let her learning. do it. It's in there somewhere. Just send it to your downloads. I know you did. All right. Well, anyway. Hold on. See, this is what I get for yeah. trying to be spontaneous on the show. I don't know why. It's not there now, which is too bad because it's awesome. Oh. Anyway. Anyway, sorry. I thought it was going to be easier than that. Apparently not. Nope. Carney would have got it done. He knows Ecamm pretty well. Yeah, but you're just downloading stuff on the fly. Okay. I don't know. Anyway. anyway. If you head over to LuxuryCigar.com, you can see it. It's on there. It's right on the homepage in one of the scrolling banners. Um, so check that out for sure. Uh, Chris, we are getting towards the end of our show here. So I just wanted to once again thank you for being here with us tonight. Um, again, I know Ben was going to be here, but then we got Chris. This actually turned out a little bit better. Uh, different dynamic, a lot more fun. Uh, I'm just kidding, Ben. I love you to death. Um, gotta, gotta make it fun. You gotta make it fun, right? You always gotta, you always gotta poke jabs at the guy who's not here to defend himself. Uh, no, but I, lo I love Ben very much. Uh, Chris, thank you for being here with us, uh, telling us all about kind of what you guys have been working on and some of your projects. Cool stuff once again. Uh, last time Ben was on, he, he, we talked about some really cool stuff. Um, always excited to see what you guys have going on in the future. So thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. I know you guys are super busy. John, thank you for being here as well. And sweating all over our screen um, <laughs> I really appreciate it uh, but Chris you are the guest here so before we wrap up if there's anything else that you want to let us know about anything you want to say that we didn't cover and talk about on the show let us know no just come check us out luxurycigarclub.com and uh, luxury cigar club on Instagram please please reach out if you guys have any questions or concerns or if you think there's a project that we should do let us know we're always looking for something new and exciting absolutely uh, guys, don't don't uh, don't sleep on them. Check them out. Luxury Cigar Club, uh, fantastic stuff they have going on. And in addition to their their regular subscription service, which has some really awesome stuff that comes in it. Uh, John, really quick, I'm gonna let you do this because uh, you'll you'll hit this a lot smoother than I will because you have more of the information than I do. Why don't we tell people about uh, what we have coming up? So on August 11th is the first. Uh, the first NFT of seven from the Golden Bull uh, NFT will go up for auction. And at Smoke and Tobacco, we're going to do a live stream in the evening, uh, probably for about an hour, uh, hour and a half at the most. I'll be live down in Miami. Uh, Lito Jr. will most likely be with me down there. Uh, we're doing an NFT party that we're kind of working on for the first launch. Uh, but we're going to be doing live. We're going to be doing a little live broadcast and a play-by-play -play of, of where the auctions are at. Uh, we'll be watching that live on the show as we talk about it and as we smoke it. So we'll be smoking. We have a couple guests coming on with us as well. Mm -hmm. um, some surprise guests. Uh, 
the the boys from developing pallets are actually going to come on and smoke with us too for a little bit of time uh, so it'll be exciting to have them on there um yeah, it'll be fun to kind of have mctavish on there as well he's from canada so we could talk about like the uh the impact of somebody owning one of these on a personal level uh in canada in different countries because there's high taxes and different things like that uh but yeah we'll be doing a live broadcast so we're doing play-by-play of the uh as the auction starts it'll start at 12 p.m so it starts at noontime eastern on, on august 11th uh, but we'll be going live in the evening shortly after the uh, the regular smoke and tobacco show and we'll have some details posted up about that next week uh so that, that's gonna be kind of fun we've never you know i don't think nothing's ever happened like that and uh, doing a play-by-play, it's going to be like we're going to be like ESPN the Ocho on the 11th, and then F and A Cotton F and A. Yeah, 14 <laughs> days later, we will be doing a. I got to find out when the auction ends, but we're going to be doing a live show in the last hour of the of the NFT auction. So there should be some excitement there and some back and forth bidding as the seventh. Uh, NFT uh, comes to an end and the whole concept uh, goes into the uh, ownership of whoever owns the NFT. So we'll uh, we'll be doing that. So, yeah, the next August 11th, you can catch us with that. Details will be coming out next week uh, as we have the final details on that. We're very excited for that. It's going to be a fun night. Uh, gentlemen, to both of you again, thank you for being here. Thank you to everyone thank who's you. been watching with us. And as always, thank you for listening to us. If you listen to us on the podcast platforms, you can find us everywhere podcasts are available, as well as our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash tobacco. So don't forget to like and subscribe. And as always, visit smokingtobacco.com for more news and updates from the cigar industry, as well as our PCA 2022 coverage brought to you by Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars. And with that, we'll see you Saturday night with William Cooper for spare notes. Take care. Thank you for spending your time with us at Smokin' Tobacco. Please remember to like and subscribe for more episodes and content. And as always, visit SmokinTobacco.com for news and updates from the cigar industry.